Sexy, the podcast where we discuss self-development, growth, business, spirituality, and becoming a smarter, sexier human being. I am your host, Kelsey. And I am Celeste. And today we are giving y'all some tough love. We are discussing accountability and we are about to give y'all all the advice that you don't really want to hear. Yeah. I mean, my mom's been giving me tough love my whole life, so I feel great about this for everybody. Yeah. Well, let me tell you based on the things i've been seeing on social media we need it okay we need to hear it so yes yes we do all right but you guys you know the drill i say this every single week i'm like a broken record but like subscribe give me a review just me not (laughs) celeste give me all the stars we don't need any for her but we need (laughs) we need all of your support okay all right that was rude. Well, and then moving on to everyone's favorite minute. Woo. I hope yours is good this week. Don't play us. Okay. You always play us. I don't always play us. Last week we were getting a cat. How'd cat that go is, for you? The cat's still not here, but we will. I'm manifesting it. The more I say it, the more likely it is to happen. Hmm. But this week is honestly, it's not really a moment for me, but. I just feel like with everything opening back up, we have some really, really good work things Mm -hmm. that are about to happen. And I'm really excited to announce them to everybody. And I just Mm -hmm. feel so much more like myself than I have in a really long time as far as like being in a work environment goes, because for the last year, I haven't really felt that way. And Mm -hmm. I know this isn't the healthiest thing, but I get a lot of my self-worth from work and my career. And because that's Mm -hmm. been on pause for over 365 days, Mm -hmm. I have felt just a little bit, not so much myself. And I feel like this week I've been more in a groove with me. I've been funnier. I have been more on my work grind and I'm really excited for everything we have coming up this year. So that is I definitely agree. I feel like we were so disconnected because we were disconnected from work. So then by way of that, we were disconnected from ourselves. So I agree with all of that um, except the funny part, but the rest of it, I fully agree with. Maybe you should get a sense of humor. But anyways, what is your good news minute? (laughs) Um, My good news minute is that I went up to Santa Maria and Pismo Beach um, over the weekend. And I have like family friends up there. So I just got out of town for a couple days, took care of some work stuff while I was there um, and hung out. And that was it. And I had this like really delicious um, cinnamon roll. Yeah, wait a minute. I did see that on your Instagram. Can you really bomb. do you want to fill me in or just like want to leave I everyone mean, hanging on it's that? It's kind of like a, you had to be there thing because it's like for the specials. Okay, well, when there. I make my homemade cinnamon roll. Wait, you make cinnamon rolls? Yes, I make cinnamon rolls. It's my grandmother's recipe. She sent to me. It's literally sitting in our cupboard. They are the best cinnamon rolls you will ever have homemade. We make the dough. We make. Why do you not? 
I've never, I've lived with you for years and I've never experienced this. I don't want to do anything nice for you anymore these days. I mean, like you are actually really ungrateful and so rude. And I do already a lot of nice things for you. <laughs> so I just don't feel like you've earned it. Okay. But well, maybe if you start earning your keep, listen. then maybe you'll get some. Earning <laughs> my keep. So like a puppy. No, the the dogs don't do anything, so please don't start acting like a puppy. <laughs> Lola true. and Odie do nothing to earn their keep, so I would rather you not start okay, acting facts, like that. Facts, that's yeah. actual. Okay. All right, getting into the meat and the potatoes. <laughs> Where did that saying come from? I have no idea, but every time we anyone ever says like we're gonna get into the meat of it, I always want to go and the potatoes. Wait, I'm but I always of- I don't I just do it in my head. Like, I just want to know where that comes from. I just Googled it. It says the fundamental of fundamental importance concerned with emphasizing the basic aspects of something simple of real meat and potatoes. Okay. Did, did that land for you? No, to be honest, I, I kind of blinked out when you said, when you talked about the whole thing. So okay. it just, it just, it basically really... means like the most, it says the most basic or fundamental aspects of something like instead of giving somebody too much information, you just give them the meat and potatoes. I guess that's I don't, like not really how we were I was going to say, I was like, I feel like we give everyone all the information. Okay, so they get the we're meat, the potatoes, the, the carrots, the dessert yeah. appetizers. Like they're getting everything with okay, us. So we, so we shouldn't say the meat or potatoes. Okay. We'll, right. we'll retire that Take one. Back. Ready for the entree. Okay. So this is essentially <sighs> deep breath advice that you don't really want to hear. Yes. And it's something that, I think that we have both observed a lot over the years mm-hmm. with friends and dating lives and social media. And it's just a lot of things that we've seen, we've heard. And now I'm here to come to you with all of my thoughts on it. Well, I feel like too, like a conversation that you and I had was like this this time, this 2021, there's such a big emphasis on mental health, which is amazing. Like it's mm-hmm. so important that we're all talking about mental health and we're talking about the things that we all go through. However, what we I have noticed and, you know, take and take what you want from this conversation and leave what you don't. But what I've noticed is that there's like almost this emphasis to the point where we're no longer, some of us are no longer taking accountability because it's like, oh, you disrupted my mental health. So I'm just going to, you know, put, put the, um, cause and effect on that as opposed to saying like, oh no, I played a role here. Like I, I did something, you know, it took two to tango and I was one of the two. Like, I feel like I've been seeing a lot of like, we're just letting go of responsibility. Well, and even listen, this I hope this is not taken the, how what I'm about to say. I hope this isn't taken in a way that sounds like I'm being insensitive. We all have childhood traumas. We yes. all have things we've gone through in our life. I'm very much aware of that. And I all, and I also understand that we don't all st- get the same starting point in a life. million, but at some point in our lives, mm-hmm. we have to start taking accountability and saying, yes, that happened to me, but I have felt it. I went through it. I've moved on. And now I'm going to try to do better and not blame everything on that situation. Amen. Retweet. There's a quote that I love and it says, your trauma is not your fault, but your healing is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Facts. Yes. All the way. I think that if we would have addressed mental health 40 years ago, 
we would not be dealing with a lot of the same issues that we are dealing with today, even things down to like mass shootings, because that is something that is so horrific that's going on Mm -hmm. in our country. But, and so talking about mental health and focusing on it is much is so, so needed, but let's stop blaming everything on poor mental health and let's do better versus just like screaming about the problem all the time. And here's my feeling when I was little, 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 my dad was big on tough love and there was a lesson that he basically drilled into me from the time I was little. And it's like to this day, it is the one thing that I, I mean, it's not the one thing, but it is like probably the most prime thing that I'm like, so like thankful for. And he would always say, you are not a victim. Now, sometimes a little too far because I'd be like little and like crying about something. You'd be like, why are you crying? You're not a victim. But honestly, at the end of the day, it really made me take so much responsibility for my life. And that is the one thing that I think we, we all need to remember and we all need to hear. You are not a victim. You create your life. You have a choice all the time. You actually always have a choice um, in the decisions you make, the way you react to things. Yeah, you can't control other people, but you can always control your reaction. You can control what you put out there, how you carry yourself, the way you heal, how you prioritize self-care. There's so many decisions that you can make. And to be honest, it's just a pet peeve of mine mm-hmm. when people are victims. Like that mindset really drives me crazy that it's other people's fault. It's, you know, somebody, there's always somebody to blame. And I'm not saying that there aren't things that go on in our country. I'm not saying that there are not things that go on in households or relationships or anything that are not fucked up. They are a million thousand. But if you want to, be in a position in life where you succeed, I think you have to take responsibility because here's your alternative. You bitch and moan forever because things are not fair. They never will be fair. And then what? You just do that forever? I mean, yeah, even down to like relationships that people stay in and they're where they're not where they're not happy you guys being in a relationship relationship with someone is a choice Mm -hmm. it's an honor for another person to get to be with you Mm -hmm. it's an honor for you to get to be with another person Mm -hmm. so so be in the right relationship i have never understood that too like okay it's one thing when you have like you're obsessed with somebody and you guys are having issues that's one thing but yeah, if you're madly in love and, and you're, you're going like, through a rough patch, for sure, that's I so get different. it. And even if you if you're going, you're madly in love and in the, the situations that is toxic, we don't get to choose who we love. Yeah, but people who are just in relationships for like just the to be sake comfortable. Of it. No, thank no. you. Okay, it's, I uh, completely agree. And then you know, just out of like maybe the fear of being alone, or maybe um, you know, you're just used to them, or you're comfortable, or whatever, or you're too nervous, or too scared, or you're like, I can't do this, like reality check you can okay big girl pants there well, it's yeah, time to put them on for even sure. if you're a man put the big girl pants on <laughs> women are the stronger sex put them on so Agreed. my feeling is like you have to take control at some point and i have so many people in my life and i love them but they've been in relationships for years that they complain about every single day and they're not happy and i'm like okay change it this is the thing you can always change your circumstances always well and it sounds super cheesy because like this is always a, like a pin that I'll see on Pinterest. I'm obsessed obsessed with Pinterest. So I always see this same pin on Pinterest. It's like, and then she just chose to be happy. That's cheesy. But guess what? We all sure. get to make a choice. It is a choice to be happy yes. and it is a choice to be miserable. Yes. You make a choice. Yes. So a million thousand. 
What you focus on expands. Yes. So if you want to say, I, here are 20 reasons why I can't, well, guess what? You Then you can't. But if you want to say, here's five reasons why I can, well, now you can because you decide what happens in your life. And that's why it just drives me crazy. I honestly, it's embarrassing to me when people walk around blaming every other person for their life. Like it, it is, it's embarrassing. And even like I was in, um, I came out of like an emotionally abusive relationship with somebody and literally even though that person did like insane shit to me and I wasn't familiar with emotional abuse and so I wasn't catching it when I came out of it and expressed told people about you know what I went through the thing I said over and over again was but it's my fault because I allowed it I lay down for it I stayed absolutely like that is how you need to be telling your story well and it's not even just with accepting toxic behavior from an another person it's even down to how people are like when they're just when they're just themselves like on social media we oh social media we have seen women and men do a lot of flexing in Mm -hmm. different ways yes men preach Men do it. From what I've seen, I'm not saying all men, but I've seen a lot of men do it with money. They do this flexing with money. And then okay? they come back around and they're like, women are gold diggers. And I'm like, bro, all you have all been putting out post. is how much money you're making. Thank you. Thank so you. when, if you don't also, if you're wanting substance and depth to mm-hmm. a human being, but you don't put any of that out energetically, then you're not going to receive any of that. Thank you're going you. to receive girls who value money Mm -hmm. and material things because that is the way you are projecting yourself and also instagram is still an exchange of energy and it is the first thing now that we live in a digital age it is the first thing people see as people who employ others what do we always ask them for your social media yeah always that Mm -hmm. is in when you send us your resume you also send us your social media so when all of these guys are posting just money in their cars and they're 42 and you know all of those things and then they're like women are so shallow they have no depth they're just here for the money i'm like bro you have no depth you're just here for the money (laughs) you post that's all you project that's so if you whatever you want to get out of something you also need to put into it or put out into the world and it's the same thing for women. women. Listen, right now, we are living in an era where women are showing a lot more of their bodies than yes. they have before. Yes. And honestly, snaps for it. Yeah, I'm, here I'm here for, for it. it. Girls want to be sexy and feel themselves All and feel day. good about themselves. I am in full support. But let's talk about when girls are you know naked or close to naked just in underwear whatever they're in they're maybe bent over they're doing these very sexual poses and then people are commenting you know sexual things and then they're upset that people are sexualizing them my whole feeling is you are sexualizing yourself so you don't treat yourself how you don't want to be treated and 
listen, just to clarify, because this is an important topic to be very specific about, we are not by any means saying that anybody has a right to touch or verbally harass or do anything inappropriate to a woman. I'm not saying that. You can't. You no, I'm can, also not slut shaming anybody. I'm not like, slut shaming. Do your, anybody, you want listen, it, whatever you do, own it. But that's the thing. Own it. Own it. And that's my feeling. Because I love, listen, when girls feel good and they're like, do, I love that. I'm like, yes, live your life. However, if you are always potentially naked on Instagram and maybe somebody doesn't want to hire you for that reason, I'm just saying potentially, you can't then blame them for that. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing because it's like, oh, you don't look at me like I'm professional because I'm always naked on Instagram. We got to change the dynamic in our head where it's everyone else's fault. Like we got to take accountability. I put this persona out. So this is what I get back. Yeah. And if that's what you want to put out, by all means. I love it for you. Live your life. 100%. But then don't be upset when you're receiving the energy that you put out. Yes, we all make sacrifices. And, you know, when, for everyone listening, when Kelsey and I started Viper, we were so aware. We knew we were women. We knew we were in nightlife. And we knew we were young. And And I would tell our girls, mm -hmm. it's not fair that we're not treated the same as men, but it's the reality. So you got to work 10 times harder and be 10 times better than everybody else. What would you and I do? We would, one, the way we would dress, we were always making sure to be covered up. We were not crossing any lines. And I'm not saying that you have to do that. I'm just saying this is what we did. We put on turtlenecks. Because we we wanted to be in a very professional setting. We wanted to make sure that there was no, no misunderstanding, no blurry lines, nothing. So that. That means I was in a nightclub in a blouse sometimes. I was in a strip club in glasses and a turtleneck, you know, if we had to be there because with work and stuff, that's for sure. a very common Abs- place for nightlife meetings up, so up weird. for some reason. But yes, understand. Um, yeah. And, you know, then additionally to that, we always had our own table. We did not sit with promoters. We did not sit. We were not on anybody else's tab. We paid for our girls. We paid for us. We paid for every single thing because there was no chance that there was going to be a blurry line. So for me, when I hear stories of girls getting taken care of by men, you know, maybe it's a sugar daddy. Maybe it's fucking Dan Bilzerian. I don't know what you have going on. But then you come back around and say like, it's so wrong of you to not take me seriously or whatever. For me, just being honest, I'm like, but, but like, I know what it takes and I didn't do that. And and I, I couldn't be caught dead in that scenario. No, and again, it's not blaming them. No. It is very much just like, okay, well, that was your choice. That was your decision. So you may not like the outcome of the decision mm-hmm. and you may not like the way you feel now about the decision you make, but take ownership of that. There's a lot of Thank shit you. I have done in my life that I don't necessarily love the way I feel about my decisions I make, but I have owned them and I go, okay, well, I'm just not going to do that again and I'm going to be better next time. A million and we grow we grow and we learn so if you did something when you were 22 years old that you don't love that you did we get to grow but then Mm -hmm. take ownership of it don't blame someone else because of a decision you decided to make a a million percent because i'm like when you deflect responsibility consistently that is on you and again we're having this conversation because we want to give you guys the advice that we think might be helpful and if you want to ignore it be my guest but my feeling is like when you don't take accountability yeah you're not going to grow exactly what you just said how could you evolve when you're not taking any responsibility you're just blaming somebody else or saying like oh you know this person put me in this situation or or this person did this or i i was uncomfortable or whatever and it's like okay but 
you you are your own person. You get to make choices and you get to say like, I, I don't want to do that. And sometimes the choices are harder. Sometimes the choices are, I'm going to have to work 20 times harder than I would have to make my own money versus to live off someone else. Okay. 100%. And this is the thing. I wish we lived in a world where girls and guys could do whatever they wanted and they would all be treated mm-hmm. the same way, no matter what they did and said. Mm-hmm. But we are, unfortunately, we don't live in that live world. There. And so you need, you are going to be treated depending on your actions. And that is just the way that the world works. So if you, Mm-hmm. don't like the way that you're being treated then change what you're putting out a million percent and also this is my other thing is that if you're upset about the way something is for example when we came into the industry yeah we were young interns who were brushed to the side or you know people would hit on us instead of taking us seriously or they would want they would try to bamboozle us into a date instead of a business meeting and we didn't like that So what did we do? We stood up and we said, then we're going to change this. So my feeling is like, if you're like, well, it's not fair that this is this way. It's not fair. It's not fair. Okay, then take a stand. Like do something about it if you're upset by that. I think that you definitely came across this a ton in the first couple years of us starting Viper. I think a lot of men would ask you to ask you for a business meeting and then oh, and then bamboozle, bamboozle you into like some sort Unbelievable. of date and you got really frustrated but the only thing that you changed was your behavior yes. so you then started asking what um, is yeah this i'm for? actually extremely busy right now but what is this what is this regarding yeah, so then i could know an send me an email of a proposal mm-hmm. and you changed your so then then but then so yes. it stopped yes. it didn't happen as much yes. If, if it still maybe does here and there where like a guy is like interested in you and he you but you catch right. on a lot quicker but right. you changed what you were doing mm-hmm. so that then they change their behavior towards you a million percent. that is a huge huge thing yeah I was talking to a friend of mine who I've known since kindergarten the other day and we were just talking about the different ways we grew up mm-hmm. and she had said to me she goes you know I felt like you were sexualized Mm -hmm. really really young and I definitely felt the same way I was I went through puberty a lot earlier than a lot of other girls I had boobs at a very young Mm -hmm. age and you know yeah it's not easy being sexualized in like no in sixth and seventh grade guys are idiots there's they are now but they really were back then but so for me i hated the way that that felt but you know no one was like talking about that that's what was happening we understand it now like i understand Mm -hmm. what was going on now but we didn't understand it then and it's like you think oh when you are when anyone is attractive and they get a lot of attention Mm -hmm. it's supposed to be an honor but when you're that young as a female you don't really really know what to do with any of that and a lot of things get go faster than you would like them Mm -hmm. to i changed 
what I was doing Mm -hmm. because I didn't like any attention I was getting. Mm -hmm. And I'm not being like, oh, poor me. I was, I was like, but but I'm just saying that there's a lot of young girls that if you develop early on, you get treated differently. Yeah. Especially because you're among the first and then it's like a newfound. Of course. And you're like, I don't know what to do with any of these body parts. I didn't even want these. And that goes back to what we're saying. It's like, yeah, should the boys change their behavior? Absolutely. But guess what? I'm in control of mine. But I'm in control of mine and I'm going to have a hand in changing what I don't like because I'm going to grow up and I'm going to create something and I'm going to take a stand. I'm here for that all day. Well, now guys treat me very differently because I, I have, I changed what I was doing over the, you know, it took me Mm -hmm. maybe 15 years, but I, over time was like, no, I don't like the way that this makes me feel. And I want to be in control. I can't control other people's actions. I can only control mine. So I can, I changed what I was putting out so that it changed what I was receiving. And we teach people how to treat us. Yes. So what you allow will continue. And what you say that is not going to happen today, sir, (laughs) ma'am, is what will start, you know? And so that for me is the biggest thing when people are like, oh, well, this person's doing this, this, and this. And then I'm like, but you still are around them all the time. Like, Pull yourself out of a situation where someone's doing you dirty. If someone has you fucked up, back off, leave, change the situation, speak up for yourself, do whatever it takes. Like for you, you like to speak up for yourself. For me, I like to leave the situation. People handle them differently. But what neither of us do is just sit there and blame other people repeatedly. Mm -hmm. And this is the same thing when it comes to money, financials, a job, a career, whatever. Oh, you know, I don't have the job I want or I don't have this career or whatever for what like make you are in full control this actually honestly goes down even to the way high schoolers pick colleges for me they're like if i don't go to this school you know i'm never gonna make it into this career like why do you guys give so much authority over yourself to institutions to jobs to other people to relationships like you're your own person make your own decision i completely agree so there is a quote from I I love Scandal, the show, right? (laughs) Big fan of Olivia Pope. Like she is a badass. Yeah. So there's a quote that her dad always says to her that's like, you have to be twice as good to have half of what they Mm -hmm. have. And I've always loved that, especially as a female in in an industry where there's just men have a lot of power. Mm -hmm. And like I said, not always fair, but it is what it is. So I've always known that I have to, if I have to work twice as hard to have half, then mm-hmm. I means I need to work four times as hard to have what they have. No, oh, a million percent. Like we, I'm going to be two steps ahead at all times. Like I'm always, everything for us is navigating this playing field of, you know, how do we get to that next spot? Everything is really chess for us. And mm-hmm. we've made it that way because we knew that's what we want. And this is how we're going to get there. There are no excuses. There is no plan B. And you and I, I really believe a lot of us are, our success is due to how much accountability we've taken. You and I have never, ever, if, if our team, like, For example, if you and I are not on site at an event and one of our girls does something wrong at an event that you and I are not even there for, our response every single time is our fault. I should have I should have gone over that. I should have made sure that I had prefaced them on that. I need to write that down so I don't ever let that slip again. Yeah. We don't ever blame somebody even though there are many times where other people potentially could have a little bit more common sense just in general, but we always hold that accountability. Well, I should have made sure of that. 
I should have not. You know what I mean? And that's completely that is I feel like how we've gotten to where we are. It's an excessive amount of accountability and taking responsibility. And I mean, for us, like the level that we want to play at, the relationship we have to success, that's super, super, super necessary. But I think even if you don't want to be on top of the world, even if you're not trying to build an empire, even just to have like success in your own personal life, whatever that means to you, I still think it's necessary. I think it's necessary for everyone. I really do think you have to recognize the things that are going on in your life that you don't like, fix things from the past, deal with yourself, deal with your emotions, sit in it, feel it, but then heal mm-hmm. and then take some of your power back and show up and be better. A million percent. And actually, that's a good point you bring up is healing because we are not saying that you should ignore your trauma. Actually, of course not, because that just opposite. screws you up even more. So. When we have gone through something difficult, whatever, um, whatever part of our life it was in, whether it was relationship, family, death, whatever it was. We do not ignore it. We feel it. We talk about it. We are fully present with our trauma. We go so deep into them that we 1000% move through it. And that's what I think everyone should do. I would actually say that you and I are excellent healers. I think we heal really well um, because we don't ignore it. We don't pass it on to other people. We don't, you know, do things like that. So I think that's step one is go deep into your healing take responsibility for whatever you have going on. But then at some point, pick yourself up off the floor and say, I'm no longer doing this. I'm taking accountability. If I want a different outcome, then I'm making different decisions. Yeah. Whenever I had any sort of heartbreak when I was younger, my mom would always let me feel it. Like I was Mm -hmm. always allowed to feel my emotions Mm -hmm. when I was sad, Mm -hmm. upset, angry. Like she always would let me feel. But then at some point we talk about it, Mm -hmm. we feel it, and then we move on because we are not sitting in this. And and I had a lot of tough tough love because my mom's Mm -hmm. like, listen, you're sad, but you you accepted this. And now you're upset with yourself. It sucks that they did that, but you're mad at yourself. And that's the other thing is that when people do blame other people, whoever it is, could be a stranger, could be a relationship, anything, you did contribute to the situation, whether you like it or not. And I'm not saying you messed up. You could have been a perfect person, Mm -hmm. but you still contributed in some way in the fact that those situations, if you were in them, then whatever, you somehow were a part of creating that energy, whatever that means to you. So it's just responsibility. It's not always a bad thing. Taking responsibility is not a bad thing. Sometimes we win and we take responsibility for the wins. That doesn't mean it's a bad thing, but picking and choosing to only take accountability on the good days is like a a joke. I would say, I would say a lot of people choose to take accountability depending when it when it feels good because guess what it blows most time most are like that doesn't feel good right but i don't think i don't i don't know if a ton of people sit i'm not i could be wrong Mm -hmm. there could be and i hope there i hope a lot more people show up and do and do take some accountability and rub a little dirt in it because because i do think it's important but i I would like to see more because I think it would make a huge change in what we're seeing on social media, on how we're, what we're seeing in our world leaders, what we're seeing in, you know, government officials, anything. We would see Mm -hmm. a huge change and shift in everything on such a larger scale if people took more accountability. When 
something goes wrong at Viper, Kelsey and I take the blame. When something goes right, our team takes the credit. That's like what we live by. And that creates a more successful energy because as founders, it allows us to continually evolve and take responsibility and grow. If everybody could just have that mentality that like, it's okay to share credit. It's okay to take responsibility. Also like saying sorry or being in the wrong is not the end of the world. I think that's what everyone needs to understand. Like it's okay to be wrong. 100%. It's okay to have done something that I, was messed up. I think I've said this before. I hate slash love when it's my fault. Right. Because hate it. Cause obviously it was my fault and I fucked up, but I love it because then I get to, to apologize. Yes be do better and then be better and that is a huge thing for me and so i have a hate slash love relationship with my fault yeah no i listen i agree so if you're listening if you hate your job figure it out quit start your own business start a side hustle do what it takes get Get out out of that relationship get out of that relationship do you know how many of our girlfriends are constantly like he's playing with me well even a lot of my guy friends who who they complain about their girlfriend being nagging i'm like you guys then don't then don't be in the relationship it's It's a choice choice. everything is a choice everything is a choice if you don't want to go to that party don't go if you want to create something create something like every you don't like the way people are treating you then adjust what you are doing and adjust Mm -hmm. the energy that you are putting out because Mm -hmm. if the second you do it everyone will start treating you differently everything is energy everything is reciprocal and again we are not victims that is the most important part if you were extremely objective about your life you would notice that a lot of the things that you have were created by you the good and the bad and i'm the first person to admit that i've been in some messed up scenarios that were probably my fault (laughs) they actually they were my fault i'm not gonna lie to you and yes (laughs) yeah i'm not i will be the first person to tell you and but we do them and if somebody's treating you wrong and you're staying for that treatment it's still your fault because you are allowing it like we really cannot blame yes we can say that what they're doing is wrong but if you continue to stay in those situations then you're going to be that person who just stayed for years and years and years and just complained instead of going out living your life and doing something different you know? Agreed. So really, moral of the story, don't treat yourself the way you don't want to be treated. Facts. That is 100%. Yeah. It. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> well, anyways, 30 minutes of yelling at y'all on your morning drive yeah, or just, whenever just, you listen you guys, to this. Come on. Listen, life is short and it's long all at once. <laughs> Seriously. We got to choose to be happy and we got to choose to ignore shit if you continue to get the same reaction from people change what you're doing and you take control of your life and honestly what an empowering feeling yes. to to know that i can change the energy i'm getting mm-hmm. because i can change what i'm putting out a million thousand mic drop mic drop i walked off the stage tweet it she's twitter there. it whatever you people do she's still sitting here that's it <laughs> <laughs> she's still she is. I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. Okay, like moving on to a more fun topic. Sexy, sexy. The sexiest thing to you this week, Sally Ferrelli. Oh what is God. it? 
one time we should do what the sexiest thing is to the other person. See if we can guess, <laughs> you know, like see what you're thinking. I would get yours right. I would 100% get yours right. We're, okay. We'll try that for next week. Gosh, that was so assumptive. Um, what's yours? Well, mine is... Okay, so listen, I feel like every week you're always like deep and meaningful. And it's because like you're in a lovely, loving, lovely relationship. And that's super great for you. I, on the other hand, am not. So I am just a shallow hal over here. Um, <laughs> okay, for those close people to me, I have two celebrity crushes that I just drool over okay people heard a few weeks ago one chris evans yes they did but he is number two in line okay taylor kitsch he just tim reggans tim reggans number 33 is that his number yeah Oh my God, you know that off the top of your head? <laughs> you got, I have rewatched. Oh my God, the, I cannot I believe you knew that off the, the top of The amount of, your of head. times I have rewatched Friday Night Lights, I can't even tell you. I just cannot believe. So I do know 33. He is just, oh, wow. So he just posted a video of himself on, like he was doing a little thing on Instagram. And I was drooling mm, over this man mm-hmm. he had his beanie on he had was looking scruffy his biceps were looking amazing his 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 forearms he had the whole thing going <laughs> he for is him. really funny in that show Listen, i will give you that he is funny in most things i've seen him in. four six four <laughs> my favorite episode. the amount of lines that i can quote that he says it's just so not natural god if he were to ever listen to this episode i mean I'd be yeah you sound like a mortified stalker but listen i've rewatched friday night lights it's top three favorite shows of all yeah, time it's a great show um so i just and because he put out like a little a little video thing yeah. with billy he put it out with billy which Who's is his billy? brother on the oh, show okay so they're still friends yes shut they live, up yes, they're still friends oh my so god they did a little video that's together amazing okay and i was drooling that's over this so man funny. and i was like quarantine has been good to you that's you're crazy but that's, that's how i so feel funny so okay, please tell us how great your <laughs> man's has been this week because like we all get it okay <laughs> <laughs> they're healthy they're happy there's no toxicity they talk things through no one's ghosting the other person they didn't get stood up they didn't get stood up and then someone reached out a year later to talk about things please tell us how great he was this week we love it sounds like she's bringing a lot of personal examples into that um it's been a week well i will say that this is like my first healthy relationship so all those things are new to me too because no, i'm happy for you i'm just i'm just I used to have all shit. those toxic things partially because they were my fault yes um they were uh, see okay. accountability <laughs> you took some accountability and now look at you you have a great relationship it's true i was crazy yep okay <laughs> sometimes i was like please don't say that please don't do that please and don't I send that do text it. message like i did it and i was like oh i really remember wish. oh my god we'd be sitting somewhere and you'd be like don't send that text don't send that text five minutes text. later i sent the text i sent the text i was like i just felt as if nuts. you could have held back from that one i couldn't have okay i could not have we've all been there We've all. I was there a lot. (laughs) Yes, you were. I lived through a lot of things with you, but we we've all sent the text we shouldn't have sent. We've all made the call. We've all done it. So listen, unless you've been like 
unless you like really like both your parents and you've just like never done some crazy shit like that before. Listen, if you like, if you like both your parents, you're probably just like a well-rounded individual. You are like, I don't even know what any of you are talking about. This Facts. is not relatable. If you dislike one or more parents, it's not even dislike. It's if it's, if you had any sort of chaotic dynamic with a parent growing up. Yes. Cause but, you might but, like them. It's just, if you had any sort of like, um, turbulence you, but you like them now. No, but that's what I'm saying. Like it, it, it's like turbulence. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, cause there's a lot of people who had some shit growing up and then they grow up. This and is then true. You have, yeah. You know? Okay. So at some point you didn't like one or more of your, <laughs> one or more of your, the people who raised you. <laughs> so you just have Funny. some shit. And then you've been, then you know what I'm talking about. Cause you've been there. Yeah. We've all been there. So, but please tell us how great your man's is this week. Um, he's, he's great. Um, we had that cute little weekend trip, yes. but that's not even what I was going to say. I was going to okay. say, well, I guess it, I mean, I guess he's good at what I was going to say. That's fine. That's fair. It translates. Um, I was going to say adaptability, like being able to be in different rooms, different scenarios around different types of people, because my life has a lot of that, um, where I have my friends, then I have people I work with, then I have people who are somewhere in between, then I have fan like I don't know, I just have a lot of special a lot of that. Um so I just that kind of adaptability to be able to have different types of conversations, be in different rooms, be able to hold your own, um, I think is my sexy sexy for this week. And yeah, I mean he is he is great at that. So I'll give him credit where it's due. Um but that was it for me. All right. Well, yours was boring. Maybe next week I'll have something like just more shallow. Okay. I mean, like yours is super boring every week. I feel like I really spice some things up. Okay, well, I'm going to find something really spicy Listen, next I week. get a lot of DMs. Watch me just go from way off the deep end next week. Just something so far out there. You're going to be like, that's not what I meant. <laughs> no. You, okay. Like let's rein that back in. Jeez Louise. I'm shallow Hal over here and you're over here being like, hi, Hugh Hefner. Here I come. Like what the? No. Okay. You took that. You no. took a left. Too bad. Give a mouse a cookie. She will take a mile. Yeah. I, that's not even the saying, but but I will take it. All right. You guys, thank you so much for tuning in. We yelled at you. We told you to be better. These are probably words that I have heard from my mother so many times, just yeah. ingrained in my in my little brain. And that's it. That's it, you guys. Once again, please rate, review, subscribe. I've been seeing like more reviews and it makes me very happy to see that number go up. So please continue to do that. Tell a friend. I love when people DM me just being like, I sent this to my girlfriend or I sent this to my friend or I sent that. I just love that so much. It means a lot. To For us. sure. And I feel like we're not just talking to ourselves, which is the most exciting part when I'm like, oh my God, somebody listened. Oh, love it it's always my fave um all right y'all you can find us on social media at smart is sexy by kch bye Adios. Adios.